Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes. Remember to check us out on Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud. We are literally everywhere. Audio Apes, check out Hanging with Apes on SoundCloud and on your uh, Google Play podcast app. And uh, Apple Podcast app. Which is that purple app on yep. your iPhone. It is. What, what color is it on um, on, on uh, Android phones? On Android, it's, it's that little, like, uh, Google sign. Fuck. You know what? I don't, I don't I know. I think, it, uh, isn't all the it's content like in the Google Play Store? And then it's just, like, yeah. from there it's just, like, tabbed out, like, whatever, whatever is wherever. Yeah. Someone civilized Thing like that no, I'm just saying no but yeah like the way you do it because I was like okay I'm on the Google Play Store there was like the little tab and then it actually says podcast in it whereas with the iPhones it's just literally an app that you click and I that's see. it so not only are we uh, letting you know where our stuff is at we're telling you how to get there we're, yeah. we're giving you the directions so go now the time go is now, now. please check it out um, man you- so we just had this performance the other day um, it didn't go well no, no, it did not. What were your What are your thoughts on our on the Audio Apes performance? Well, uh, as far as the content that you guys see well, on our b- website, well, before you get started, yeah. uh, just to let everybody know, this performance was a coast to coast live event. We've performed plenty of times before. We do it. We like it. But uh, and well, what he means by coast to coast is the mixtape. Is there? There's uh, these mixtapes that come out as a coast to coast mixtape, and they also do live events. So. And it didn't it didn't go well. Yeah. So we quit rap. So now <laughs> we're just full time podcast. <laughs> no, you know what? We didn't prepare. I mean, thing is, being an independent artist is is kind of a it's it's hard. It's not kind of hard. It's hard. So you know, you're focused on. Well, obviously, we're doing the podcast. We're uh, we're trying to you know um, work on our marketing working on the brand, so we didn't really give enough, I, I think, adequate time to, you know, sit down and, and perform, and we haven't performed in such a while just because we've been, like I said, trying to this, get this podcast up and running, obviously, you know, we're here now, Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it was a learning experience because we really have never had a bad performance. No, no, <clears throat> um, and it was humbling, it was kind of humbling because we we kind of get in this realm of man we're good at at this and we're good at that you know we feel you know very confident in our brand not many musicians let alone rappers have podcasts and it didn't you know the 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 performance didn't turn out well Mm-hmm. So it, it it grounds you and it humbles you. It's like, well, you know, you might be good at this, but your your attention is lacking over here, and yeah. you're neglecting this area. So it, it kind of reminded me of like a like a boxing, like a like, like you know boxers that, that that hit you know a certain point, and they're kind of you know known or something, or you know they they see some success and they start slacking off. And just because you're talented doesn't mean that you can't get knocked on your ass, you know. Exactly. So it was, it, it was like you said, it was humbling, but at the same time, I think it was a wake up call to you know always make sure to give attention to all the aspects of everything, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But um, in other news, um, 
we we set a release date for our first EP, the Concrete Jungle EP. Yes. September 2nd. That's the first Friday in September. Yep. It feels good. Yeah, it, it does. Good. It does. And then we got uh, our, our, our next single coming out. Let's go, let's yeah, ride. Let's go, let's ride, which is uh, Twizzy Kid, Kill Cartoon. Fucking just straight up snapping. The video is amazing. I can't wait to, you know, release yeah. that. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited about the reaction. Hope everybody likes it. It was fun actually doing the music video. Yeah, it so, was cold. It yeah. was cold that it, day. Yeah, that wasn't fun, and I was tired. But the we had, like, some, some car shots. Yeah. I thought those were fun, um, keeping up with you and shit. But uh, it, it was it was cool. It was a it was a cool experience, and it was actually the first video we shot like within what was what was the time it, frame? It was like a three and a half four hour time frame. Yeah, like, it was it was the the quickest video we've done, and that was what we set out to do. So I felt uncomfortable because um, if if you guys have seen our videos, you could tell you know we we try and you know give it some time because obviously the content we we love it and we want to show that we respect the content. With this one, we're like, well, let's try, you know, expediting it and yeah. still keeping that high quality. I thought we did a pretty good job. Like, Big Faces, that was like two days, two three days. days. And we scouted. Like, yeah, see, with this one, we kind of had ideas of where we yeah. wanted to shoot, but we yeah, didn't Yeah, Big Faces was a lot of pre-production. Yeah, yeah. Um, Someone uh, Love was a lot of uh, choreographing. Choreographing and, oh. and scouting. We did yeah. pre-production because we had to find that area, which, I mean, we discussed in the documentary. If you want to, like, sort of get a behind-the-scenes look at the process of how we did the Someone in Love video, you could go to our YouTube channel, Audio Apes, and there's a little documentary there about our mindset in doing the video and in writing the song. It's uh, It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Get Biz, Get Big. That wasn't too much scouting, but yeah. it did take two days because we had to do like all the shots with the with the white, white background, background and yep. then all of the shots with the black background. Yeah. Man. So, uh, and all these different outfits, you know, it was just it was a you know like kind of more flashy. It was a more flashy video. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see the response to this, and it's funny because just because we didn't spend as much time filming or doing pre production. It seems like all of that time that we didn't spend on the front end got spent on the back end because the editing was really good on the video. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, as far as the, the editing is concerned, um, like I said, you can't tell. Like, because, you know, you had to, you had your different outfits. You were, it was it was like, we were just, you, while, while you were um, switching the outfit, we were switching the batteries and the yeah. memory cards and then, all right, let's get to it. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was fun, man. I I can't wait. And then obviously, uh, when we release that music video, we're gonna release our track uh, or our uh, EP, fifteen tracks. So I can't wait for that too. It's it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting. Um, so one of the things that I I've been wanting to talk to you about. What are your thoughts on the Republican National Convention? Damn. Um, man, a lot of headlines. A lot of headlines. It was it was a lot more. Uh, a lot crazier than what I, a lot crazier than what I thought it would be. Um, obviously, we had the what we had. You know, Cruz didn't, Cruz didn't um, endorse him. I didn't think he, he he played it safe because the media made it seem like he was like, oh, if, you know, I don't mess with Trump, vote for Hillary. I thought he was kind of calculated in the way that he said it. He's pissed off. 
you know, obviously he he uh, he wasn't very happy with Trump, which in in Trump's defense, uh, it all stemmed from when because uh, he because Cruz was saying some about uh, how his uh, he doesn't appreciate his wife being talked about. Yeah, but they talked about Trump's wife first, and Trump just punched back, right? So, um, but all in all, you know, he said, oh well, you know, I don't feel right endorsing someone who who, who did that to to my wife and my family, mm-hmm. my dad. But um, but I didn't feel he he wasn't like he kind of did it in a classy way. But obviously, you know how the media always turns everything around. But still, that that was that was a headline. Uh, then uh, the um, Melania Trump, the whole speech. Yeah, that was which there were parts that were like clearly yeah plagiarized. You think that was sabotage? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, uh, I never. I haven't thought about that. But uh. It's possible. It's possible. I don't think that it hurt them, though. No, it didn't. It, it didn't it hurt didn't, them. At it all. didn't hurt them because the speech I, was still a good speech. It was a. It was a pretty good speech, and I, I forgot who it was that said this, but like nobody really cares what the first ladies have to say. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 I read it somewhere, but <laughs> yeah. that's not me saying that. I read that somewhere, but in a way, it's true. Like yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Like it doesn't. You know, then everyone knows they don't write their speeches. Yeah, they have writers write it for. I them. do think that um, that was like poor preparation on her part, mm-hmm. and and on the speechwriter's part. Actually, you know who said that? Ben Shapiro said that. What? The what I just said about nobody cares what the first ladies have to say. Oh, he did. He said that on his <laughs> podcast. Damn, that's crazy. But uh, <laughs> but um, that's a smart dude. Yeah, he is. He's really smart. But anyway, um. And he said something that I thought was real funny. He was like, yeah, of course she didn't check it out because she was too busy worrying about what $30,000 dress she was going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably the case. Yeah. But um, that, that was interesting. I felt like the media focused on the wrong thing, though, because that day uh, was the same day that uh, Giuliani spoke, and he did a pretty good job. And yeah, I feel did. like his speech wasn't divisive at all. Like, no, it was wasn't. pretty... It was a uh, pretty solid, and I felt like it, it promoted unity. Unity, yep. You yeah, know, because I know uniting. that's that's one like major criticism that people have, you know, with yeah. uh, with Republicans is that they're very divisive. Yeah. But but I I felt like he was promoting unity, and even though I mean we're you know jumping ahead a few days, but even though people say that Trump's speech was like fear mongering. It still promoted like unity yeah. and strength. Yeah. Uh, I thought his speech was good. What'd you I, think of it uh, for Trump's speech yeah. or Julian uh, uh, Trump's? Yeah, I, I I felt it was good. I, I didn't feel it was dark. I felt it was very you know it was facts. I mean, it, and even uh, CNN, which are to the left, a lot of the stuff they were fact checking uh, his speech, and a lot of the times they were like, yeah, he was right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, they couldn't they couldn't say oh well let's fact check them and and oh yeah see he was lying here he was lying there you know there was some some stuff but it was for the most part he was very as far as statistically it was it was pretty much on point and and we are like right now it's a scary time it really not only in America in the world and um i felt that he he had that in, in his speech and and he made and he obviously moved a little bit more he was obviously a little bit more moderate because like you know he he talked about the LGBT community mm-hmm. and about the Orlando shooting you know 
it was, he was still talking about, hey, we're all together in this. And obviously, you know, we need to focus on us, you know, on America. Because right now, there's he, all this stuff going on. He said the LGBTQ. Oh, yeah. I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't know what the Q stands for. But, yeah. but um, it changes. But backing up a little bit real quick, you yeah. mentioned that it's a scary time. And for the most part, I agree that it is. Yeah. Things are kind of crazy in terms of like the terrorism around the world. Yeah. Stuff that's going on here domestically, like social issues, uh, race relations, yeah. relations between, you know, regular civilians and the police. But as yeah. scary as it is and as much information that we have about this, it seems like the other side, meaning the other side as as in the Democrats, it seems like they're not grasping the reality of it and they don't want to admit that they don't they don't want to talk about it like uh, after Trump's speech I know the president he had like a press conference and he talked about it yeah and he was like I don't understand how this guy is saying all this stuff and he's he's uh you know creating this imagery of you know like we're a world in chaos but almost like at the same time that he was giving that press conference that shooting in Munich happened at the same time, so it's like, yeah, like it, someone should have just rolled over a TV, turned on the TV, and then put it on the news channel, and then he would have just been like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you? That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you get? Like, what, what? Like, like, what do you say to that? Like, how do you? How do you? How do you say what you're saying, but then you have all of this evidence presented to you? Like, yeah. what do you do? You know? Yeah. And, and do you, and then do they expect to win an election like that? That's my thing. Yeah. Because because Hillary's up in the polls right now, but the way they're talking, you think is she? It, it's, I, by, it's not. Don't now. Don't don't. Um, I don't want to make it seem like it's by a lot, but I think it's like by three to four points. But that's 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 you know. That's within a tie, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So any little thing, and, and like the route that they take from now until election, because a lot of people don't realize too, from now to election, to to time for election, that's like an eternity almost when it comes to the polls. Yeah, you know, once once they because every especially if it's close. Yeah, a Democrat's gonna be all the way left, and a Republican all the way right when they first in the primaries, and then once they kind of moderate a little bit more, um, it, that's when it kind of gets a little bit more even. Um, I feel like the situation right now in the world is is doing the job for Trump. Yeah. I yes. feel like it's doing all the work for him because, you know, he's sort of the candidate that's sort of responding to these things and yeah. he's being very vocal about it. And then Hillary is like, well, you know, I don't know. We got to see. There's all of this paperwork and red tape and like. Like for instance, yeah, like yeah. Uh, when that uh, Nice attack happened, yeah. the contrast between their two statements was crazy. Like yeah. Trump's statement on that was like, "You can clearly see that this is war." That you know, in a nutshell, that's what he said. And then she said something along the lines of, "Well, yeah, you know, this is tragic, and this just shows how we need to stand with our allies," and. Uh, and not and not say uh, things that is going to divide our country. Like, so worried about like what people are going to say as opposed to like the real problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and and France's prime minister 
With oh yeah, that was that was some coward shit. That yeah, that uh, I guess we. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna say it verbatim, but pretty much saying, oh, "Well, we have to live with terrorism. That's we we have to accept it as that's going to be part of everyday life." Which, as a leader, is probably the most cowardly thing you could tell your people. And they, uh, the people, uh, wrote like a public letter towards like pretty much like the prime minister and towards you know like France leadership, saying how like disenchanted they are with uh, how they're mm-hmm. how how they're dealing with these situations. You see Germany, like you said. You see France. Um, England is having a huge issue. Uh, well, you saw what happened. You, you saw what happened in Turkey. They're they're divided. So you start seeing the choices that we've made um, and w- where they've led us to now, because now this is starting to become a norm everywhere. They don't just hate. You know, they hate. They, they want to take over everywhere. Which which brings me to my next point too. Look, look what we did with the Iraq situation. People didn't agree that we went in, right? Okay, but once we were in... We were in. We were in. Yeah. We left. So we left. Okay, we took Saddam Hussein out of out of Iraq. Um, the, we were building Iraq, and then all of a sudden, prematurely left, and that's when ISIS mm-hmm. happened. And then it had, nothing has been the same they're worse than al-qaeda yeah so it's like back with a vengeance like yeah now now it's and the, their rhetoric is different like al-qaeda was a little bit more political isis they just like we want apocalypse that's what that, and that's what they want to bring forth like if people read up on isis that that's some scary shit you know and then you you add that with what's going on here and how divisive the united states is starting to become it's just like i said that's why it's just, it's just scary man and you have to see it for what it is, not for what you think it is, or what. Well, like you know, like like you said about uh, Hillary. Well, we gotta see what. Nah, man, it is what it is. Yeah, it. It's really, it's really scary. Like how how she responds to things. It's almost like if, let's say, you go somewhere, and and you see and you see a man beating a woman. And you're like, whoa, 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 like, what are you doing? Like, stop, stop, that's awful, you can't do that, you can't do that, you're wrong, you can't do that. And then the woman's mother is, like, making excuses for the guy. Like, yeah. r- rather than rather than being like, yeah, you know what, you do need to stop hitting my daughter. Like, you know, I am going to intervene, I am going to do something about it. Instead, she's worried about protecting the image yeah. of the guy doing the beating. Like, no, well, wait, like... You know, we got to see, like, what was the reason, you know, and, and, you know, yeah, we're going to stand strong with my daughter, like saying, yeah, we're standing strong, but yeah. but not not doing anything to actually support her or protect her. Yeah, or we're just contradictory. Like exactly. And I feel like the, the main function of a government is to keep us safe and in that safety provide the freedoms so that we have opportunities to grow as people. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, that's pretty much, like, in a nutshell, like, what, what the government needs to do. Yeah. And Trump's speech embodied that. Yeah. He said, listen, I'm going to do something about this. We're going to take care of it. This is where I stand. And even if, even if, because I know a lot of criticisms have been, well, he's not laying out specific plans. Okay, I give you that. That's that's a legit argument. A lot of the stuff he says, he doesn't lay out very specific plans. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes heart 
goes further than skill. That's You're really not, what a president is, really, because you have Congress. You have a whole... Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that can work out the logistics, yes. but as long as like the vision is there, you know what I'm saying, it can get done. And to me, that's important. That's important. Mm. So, like, of course, I, I understand people criticize, well, where's the plan? Like, what's this and what's that? I get it, but at least the, the intentions are there. Yeah. And, and that, you know, that means something. Yeah, and not, not only that, like, um, he... The vice president that you picked, you know, kind of like the more calm, conservative, you know, a little bit like the opposite of him. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of evens the kill a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm waiting to see what he's going to do with his foreign, pol- uh, foreign policy advisors. Like, well, who's he going to pick? Okay, what, what's going to be? How's that going to be? I mean, with Hillary, you already see how much she botched it. <laughs> so, like, I'm, not, I'm I already kind of know where, where she's going to be coming from anyway. But with him, it's like, okay, cool. You've never been a politician. Who are you going to pick to kind of run these different aspects of your administration? So um, hopefully he picks the right people uh, to to run the show on, in that department. But um, I also thought that, that the convention, like, because that was one of my, my, my biggest things with the Republican Party. I was like, why are they so, like, they're stuck with the old. It seemed kind of like rejuvenated almost. Yeah. Real, it has to. Yeah. If and it's going to survive, it has to. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, um, like that's why, like I was pretty surprised at, at his speech because, like I said, he, he mentioned a lot of different groups. He he mentioned statistics on, on like uh, employment, Latino employment, black employment, um, where, where the economy has been, how it's affected them. Uh, yeah. Like again, the Orlando shooting. So I was like, oh, okay. They're, you know. they're calling it the the alt right, like the alternative right. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Where it's it's basically like in terms of of uh, foreign policy, national defense, taxes, and economy, very conservative. But in terms of like society, n- you know, not so conservative and not so uh, based in religion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't have a problem with that. I think that's I think that's a good thing. And and people that are socially conservative and very religious, I don't think they should see that as a knock. Like n- yeah. nobody's knocking you, but you got to realize that not everybody thinks like you. Yeah, yeah. And because everybody doesn't think like you, you should still try to find common ground where there is common ground in defense, economics, you know, job creation. Yeah. You know. So uh, in a lot of ways, it's kind of uh, the mix-up over here, like w- the way it's going. It's kind of like libertarian, which 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 I like because again, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta change with the times too. You know, Absolutely. you gotta listen to the people as well. One of the guys I don't know if you know about him. That's that's considered like one of the I guess forerunners in in uh, in terms of commentary on the alternative right yeah. is uh this guy Milo Yiannopoulos. I don't know if you've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. He, he's a British guy. I, I don't know if he lives in the United States now. I know he spends a lot of time in the United States. Big Trump supporter. Okay. Uh, huge critic on against feminism. And okay. like, and I'm talking like the facts. Not, yeah. not, oh, I just don't like feminism. This like, this dude is, uh, is he has a lot of facts to support what he says. Yeah. Uh, and he's pretty funny. He has a podcast too. It's, if you ever... Uh, get a chance check it out but but um 
a reason I brought him up was to to see. I don't know if you you've heard about this, but he was actually recently permanently banned from Twitter. Oh damn! Yeah, he, and he was banned from Twitter. Now check this. Out. I wanna I wanna. <laughs> I'm glad you haven't heard about this because I I wanna see uh, what you have to say. So he was permanently banned from Twitter because what happened? Uh, <laughs> um. Leslie Jones, which is uh, one of the actresses in the Ghostbusters movie, the black actress. Yeah. I guess she was kind of getting trolled online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard about that? Yeah. Right. She was getting trolled online. And, you know, I don't know exactly what people were saying, but they were were saying that it was fucked up and it was racist or whatever. Yeah. And uh, what was the the, the gorilla that got killed? Uh, Marambe or? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were saying that what they should have killed uh, you instead, or something. I was oh, like, wow, damn, that's, that's, that's messed up. Yeah, I was like, damn. that's awful. People are evil. But um, but um, anyway, so she was getting trolled, and she starts responding yeah. to the people trolling her. Which, I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that that's like a huge mistake because all you're going to do is add fuel to their fire, yeah. and now it's going to get relentless. So that's exactly what happened. So maybe for every one tweet she was getting, she was getting ten now because yeah. they were fucking. It was a fucking you ignore these amb- ambush, right? Yeah. Well, Milo commented on how she was responding to that, and he was saying, "Well, everybody gets hate mail," and I guess that he he I guess he wrote uh, a review of the Ghostbusters movie, and he wasn't you know pleased with it. So I guess you know. Just yeah. off the bat, he's not Leslie Jones' biggest fan. He's like, everybody gets hate mail, if uh, especially if your work uh, is not good. Something along those lines. Oh and, wow! Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then there was a link to her Twitter there. Yeah. And so after that, a bunch of I guess his followers like bombarded her with oh. similar stuff. Yeah. And they banned him, but. Nowhere in his tweet did he say, oh, fucking all of my followers go on a racist tirade against Leslie Jones. He no, didn't say that. No. He he did say he be he did say his opinion, which he's entitled to. Right, which isn't that what Twitter is for? Like yeah. isn't that the whole point of it? You know what I'm saying? You've been banned from Twitter for tweeting. So I guess, you know, they ban him for, you know, some some breach of policy or whatever like that. But I found that to be extremely uncalled for banning him yeah well i mean because like you can't i don't have i got we what is this what are we talking about here we, we have a lot of opinions so now is itunes gonna ban us because people might say something about what we we're talking about now exactly. like this is called freedom of speech and what? he didn't say anything to he, he he said an opinion which to him is valid and you know Actually, to a lot of people, from what I've heard, the movie sucked anyway. And and under the blanket of freedom of speech, I don't think that anybody should be banned. I yeah. think you have the right to say whatever you want to say, no matter how ignorant, no matter how, you know, not factual. <laughs> you have the right to say it. You know, I don't suggest that you say those things, yeah. but you have the right to say it. Yeah. But, see, she, she messed up, man. She messed up for even... Causing importance, to and then she reported him. She she sent a tweet to him saying, "I reported your ass. I hope they block your account or whatever." Wow. Which that I don't think is cool because it's like, yeah. 
aren't you on Twitter to interact with people? And now you're interacting with somebody, but yeah. the interaction is not to your liking. Oh, now it's a problem. Yeah, it's like if I go up to a girl, my man, you're beautiful. I would like to take you out on a date. And she's like, well, um, I'm not into you. And then I just punch her in the face because she just said no to me. Like, that what, That makes no sense. Exactly. You know, I was like, all right, well, I thought I'd ask. I'm out. Peace. Exactly. But and I um, proceed to hang myself. So uh, Monday, the Democratic National Convention is coming up. Yeah. Have you uh, heard the lineup of speakers? Or have or have you heard the lineup of uh, celebrities that will be attending? Oh, yeah, the celebrities, yeah. I mean, it was a long list, pretty much all of Hollywood. So, I mean, what was it? Um, damn, it was so many people. You know, when I actually found out was when I was watching uh, the RNC, and they were saying, oh, wow, you know, we don't have really that many Hollywood people over here. Uh, it's actually be a star-studded event. I think, um, is Jay-Z going to be over there? Is he? I don't know. Yeah. It was it was quite a few people I read. I don't I don't I can't recall, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. <laughs> it's all the the. I mean, but Hollywood's always been pretty liberal, though. So Jay Z, like I've never heard him say specifically like where he stands in terms of uh, politics, but it does seem like he leans more to the left. Yeah. Which for the life of me, I cannot understand. Like just everything he is and what he talks about in his music and mm-hmm. how he. He is as a businessman, like, and how he's grown and, like, got himself out of the ghetto. And for the life of me, I can't understand it. Yeah, I don't... Do you, I, I mean, do you have any insight? Do, like, what do you think about it? I think the world doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It does... It, it, yeah, it's weird because he's very capitalistic. Like, Yeah. Which is the whole, you know, it's really, like, right. It's like, hey, the free market. Like, hey, free enterprise. That's what he's all about. That's what him and uh, 50 and, you know, all these, like, rap Diddy, tycoons. Diddy, yeah, like Dr. Dre. They're, I don't know. It's 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 awkward because, I mean, the left doesn't really promote that a lot. Um, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. At least if you were, like, like, a, like I said, like a moderate or something. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. And that, that, but the thing is, a lot of, like, people in Hollywood, they, they really just – it's more of a hobby, like to you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know I'm here with the president. You know we're cool. I don't even know if they really pay attention to it. Yeah, it's publicity. Yeah, because I think we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago about the um, those um, actors and singers and and all these people that that were in the gun the gun laws. Uh, what was it? The commercial. Yeah, trying to like uh, trying to advocate towards like banning guns and stuff. Yeah, after sent the Sandy Hook situation. Yeah, which which like you know, their their perspective is skewed because you know you're living such a different life from everyone else, and and it's an amendment right to carry your weapon, you know, and and be able to buy weapons, and because I, you don't you never know what's gonna happen. Look at look at what's going on now, the Orlando shooting. The the, Cal, the the thing that happened San, in Cali, Saint, San Bernardino, yeah, Saint Bernardino, um, you know the stuff that's happened in Germany, the stuff that's happened in France, like you know that, that's kind of a big deal. It's not kind of it is. It's funny how you say that their perspective is skewed because the other day I was watching Bill Maher, and uh, this actress America Ferrero was on there. She's um oh yeah she has a show on Netflix. Is she a comedian or she's a 
She's a writer. I know that. I, I don't know. I don't know if she's a comedian or what. Like, I'm not familiar with much of her work. I know she was on that show, Ugly Betty. She's a Latina. Yeah. Well, huge Hillary supporter. And uh, she was on there talking. And she was saying a lot of stuff that was um, kind of ignorant. She said something along the lines of she can't see why she can't see any appeal to a candidate like Donald Trump. Now, one thing that I I have to say in terms of when you're talking about politics is you lose a lot of credibility when you just totally bash the person who who opposes your beliefs. Yeah. Because it shows that you're not truly looking at them for who and what they are. Yeah. Because there's almost no president that I can't say at least one good thing about. Like, or, or, or I, I can't at least understand why there's some level of appeal to yeah. this president. Bernie Sanders. I don't particularly agree with Bernie Sanders. But you can see his appeal and, and his demographic. And I, I one thing I've always said about Bernie Sanders is that I feel like he's sincere. Like sincere dude, yeah. you know what he's saying, I believe it. Yeah. You know, you know, whether or not I think it's gonna work is, you know, beside the point, but I feel like he's sincere. Yeah. So ergo I can see appeal to him. Yeah. So, you know, right there, like you lose credibility. Yeah, like, like, like seeing him and like like I imagine like seeing him run against like Mitt Romney would be like a really cool clash of ideologies mm-hmm. and sincere ideologies from both candidates. Yeah. So, you know, it's like one of those things where, yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with, you know, if I if I was into Romney or if I was into Bernie Sanders, I wouldn't have a problem with either or because, you know, they truly believe in what they believe in. Exactly. And and sh- so when she said that, she instant- instantaneously lost a lot of credibility in in my opinion. Then she also went on to say how Republicans are doing all of this stuff to prevent poor people from being able to vote, which how right I I didn't I she didn't like you know give no no facts you know to support what she said she just said it yeah and one perspective that I would like to lend her because she obviously doesn't have it and us being from the hood and and being around a a bunch of people that that have you know grown up poor or some even still might be poor whatever the case is a lot of poor people don't care about voting and that's just like what it boils down to like it, how, how many how many times growing up either on the football field or on the basketball court when we were hanging out with friends watching a game or whatever did we talk about politics and did the majority of the people we were in the room with say something along the lines of, ah, oh, man, that shit don't mean nothing, man. Like, voting, that don't even mean nothing. You know, yeah. something along those lines. Well, I'm not really into that. Yeah, exactly. Let's go, you know. Let's yeah, go let's this. go do something else. So, from a from a perspective, uh, not a Hollywood perspective, not a perspective of, oh, um... You know, I'm I'm in Beverly Hills, but I know what the... I know what's going on in the hood. Yeah. I'm hip. I'm, I'm cool. Get out of here with that. Like, you yeah. don't know what's going on... In, in in these parts. And then furthermore, she said something along the lines of uh, she has she's so passionate about it because she has so much to lose this election, which that's the thing about celebrities that kills me. 
you don't even really live like a real life to begin with. Yeah. You don't. Like your life, I mean, you're a human being and all of that. Like nobody's saying that you're not. But, you're living in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're not you're not living the life of the same everyday worries and concerns as the average everyday citizen. Yeah. So it's like when a speeding of, ticket when you're speeding and a speeding ticket fla- or a speeding light camera flashes, you're not like, "Oh man, fuck." How you am know, I going to pay? Like, how am I, I going to pay? This? I have to re-strategize my whole month, yeah. Because now I got this ticket, and if I don't pay it, I'm going to get the boot. Like your 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 thought process is not like that. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately, like you know, our thought process is no longer like that. But there's a time where it was like that, yeah. And you and we understand that, and we recognize that. And so all of these celebrities that come out and speak and they want to they want to say oh what's good for these people you're not part of these people so you don't know yeah. what's good and it's irresponsible for you to say that you do know what's good or you know or to act like you know what's what's good. Yeah. And uh that's why I that's why I brought up you know the celebrities attending the Democratic National Convention because I, I just, it, it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's crazy it's, to me. But you know what? I mean, people don't look at other people's perspectives and they don't try and understand it. They live uh, in a bubble in their own little world. And one thing I can't take away from the, the you know, from Trump or Hillary is, okay, they're obviously, there's obviously a demographic out there for them. And right. I, and, and, and then when you, when you understand that, then you try and see it through their eyes you know okay what what do they see in her what do they say in him what do they say what, what do they see in any candidate right right so when you say you don't understand the appeal is like saying oh because like i just said hillary's only up by like four points in the polls right so that means they're pretty much at 50 50 so you're pretty much saying oh well yeah I guess fifty percent of Americans are, are you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're, they're thinking. I guess they're, you know, stupid. Right. Which no, they have concerns, and you have to kind of see what their concerns are. Right. So. And and that what you just said, I think, is key in politics is understanding that your concerns may not necessarily be my concerns. Yeah. So the right candidate is the one that can address both concerns. And it just might really boil down to you or me being more knowledgeable about a particular subject. Yeah. And that's and that's all it is. And that, what the current issues are. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So so whatever it is, whatever it is, a lot of a lot of times people think that oh well Trump, he's not for me just because people think that Republicans are not for him. Yeah. But if Trump brings the jobs that he's saying he's going to bring, and then if he brings industry back, you know how in how easy it would be to get a job. I mean, obviously, I didn't live in this time, but from what I gather from reading and and like my grandfather and everything, it used to be at a point where obviously like one one income could support a whole household. Yeah. Number one, and number two. You could literally like quit one job and like walk down the block and get another Dude, job. I talk to all these older people and I tell I always ask them about the 80s because I always hear that. I'm like, is it true that in the 80s that you could quit on the spot and then go across the street and get hired? And they're like, yeah, yeah, that was that was like nothing. Like you could just get employed wherever you wanted to. 
And that, like, baffles me because that's not how it is now. No, you got to hold on to your job for dear life. Yeah. Matter of fact, one of the uh, guys at work, I I, I was asking him because he, he's up, you know, he's up there in age. I think he's in his in his 50s. I mean, not up there. I'm, I'm saying, like, 50s is like, you know, you're about to die or anything. But, no, like, he's up there in age as, as far as, like, he's lived more than me. Mm-hmm. So he's seen more and he's experienced more. And I asked him, I was like, um, how, how do you feel about the world in general and, like, today in 2016 how would you compare it to anywhere any time during you know your life like is it the worst is it the best is it in the middle he's like this is the worst the world's ever been like he he straight up told me he's like i don't know what's going on he's like it's something going on but it's it's, it's not like right now is the worst era i've ever experienced in my life mm-hmm. and that was that kind of scared me cuz i mean it's 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 not a rocket science our our generation is the worst off in America. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's all these issues happening. It's just it's it's, it's some scary stuff, man. And, and I think all the concerns that people have on the left, they're the same concerns as the people on the right. They just aren't seeing the route that the right is trying to take to 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 yeah. remedy those concerns. In terms of jobs, yeah. In terms of of everything else, and one thing I would say about the the Democratic Party as it currently stands right now, it seems more like it's trying to make our people, meaning you know blacks and Hispanics, m- more dependent on them, rather than like actually trying to help. It's like yeah. making them more dependent on them, and I, I I guess at the end of the day, that's what I would base my vote off of is that I feel like Republicans are trying to teach us how to fish yeah, and the Democrats are just trying to give us the fish so we can keep going to them and getting so the fish from like them. So it could be like the same vicious circle. Right. Whereas the Democrats are like, well, no, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. I'm not going to treat you like a victim, but I'll create the opportunity for you to get it on your own. Yeah. No. So whereas over here, they're like, well, no, you see, come here. We care for you. Like we like, but at the same time, is you're you're stuck where you're at. Yeah. So it's keep, like we keep getting the D. Right. No lube. Like your baby, you're babied over here, but you're gonna continue to stay where you're at over here. No, we're not gonna baby you, but if you want to get this money and you want to grow, this is how you do it. But nobody's gonna treat you like a victim. Nobody, you know. So what do you want to yeah, do? Man. And and it's and it's messed up because us coming from Chicago, we we. Get, we get fucked around a lot. Like, oh God! Like <laughs> yes, just the fact that a private company has the parking, the like, like that was the one thing that you should use to make money for the city. That doesn't take away from people. Like okay, you'll park here, and then you mess that up, and then the 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 speeding cameras, and the red bad. light cameras. It's, it's bad. like. And then, and then, and taxes, property taxes. And it's not even even. Like if it was even, like if it was everywhere in the city. But then they put it in like the the neighborhoods you shouldn't put them on. If you were to put them on, I I don't think that you shouldn't put. If you're gonna do it, do it everywhere. Be do it everywhere. If you're not, then just don't do it at all. But then you put them in the in the neighborhoods that they would actually care about about them. I don't see none downtown. I mean, I've seen like one or two. And and the whole reasoning behind it is such a sham. Oh, for safety. Get out of here. It's for yeah. money. Yeah, it was a, a speeding epidemic. Get People out were getting of here. killed, you know. 
We don't. <laughs> and and the schools are horrible, and the infrastructure is horrible, and the roads are horrible. Yeah. And property taxes are sky high, and, and the crime we, rate is up, and we have nothing to show for it. Honestly, I know New York is sort of known as the place where if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. But I kind of feel like Chicago is has because taken is, that is, title is either like right behind them or or has taken the title because yeah. it's it's rough. It's rough, but uh. That's definitely a pay-per-view match waiting to happen. Yeah, so we can... Uh, I guess we should just end it on a bad note, the podcast. Like, why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah, just uh, the streets. There, it's, there's everywhere. hopelessness in the streets. Chaos ensues. Uh, um, the end is near. Yeah. Fuck it. No. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, no, I, I, I actually, I, I, I do feel hopeful. I do I do feel hopeful for the future. Um. I think sometimes you you need to reset. Sometimes yeah. you need to look at things from a different perspective. You know, you know, we've hit a couple rough patches these last couple uh, decades, but um, you know, there's still hope. Yeah. So we just gotta keep it moving, keep working, and uh, you guys need to do the same. And you need to keep listening to Hanging with Apes. Keep listening to the audio apes. Remember to check us out on iTunes, on Google Play, download our music, buy our music. You can donate on our website if you want to help our cause for quality content. Uh, we just want to let you guys know that it is a pleasure doing this podcast. We enjoy all the feedback, all the reviews. Um, if you like it, follow us. If you don't like it, follow us because it's good to challenge yourself. If we say stuff that you don't yeah. agree with. That's good. That's good. That yeah, yeah. that's what that's what makes things better because we know that we don't know everything. Yeah. Um, we disagree all the time. Isn't that what Albert Einstein said? He, uh, something along the lines of, "The only thing I do know is that I don't know anything." Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. You you switch your mind all the time. You learn. You live. You learn, and then you live and you learn some more. Absolutely. Peace. Peace. Peace.